Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. I'm your host, Jamie Umfenauer, and this is episode 31, Planning for Thanksgiving Dinner. Hello, my friends. It is November 7th as I'm recording this episode, and I wanted to really chat with you about Thanksgiving dinner and planning and preparing ahead of time so your day is less stressful. Um, Sometimes people are a little leery of hosting Thanksgiving dinner because they think it's so overwhelming. And It can be if you make it overwhelming, but it is something that can actually be quite fun and quite joyful. Uh, And so kind of think about what your plans are. If you are doing a potluck, if you're hosting, if you're going to somebody else's house, Uh, but particularly if you're hosting, you definitely want to have some time to sit down this week because we're, gosh, I think two and a half weeks away from Thanksgiving. And so you want to take some time to be able to uh, think about what kind of foods you want and if you have to address any special dietary things like gluten-free. But with that, you want to pick out what recipes that you feel are within your skill level and that you know are crowd pleasers, I guess you could say. Uh, If you're going to be doing turkey or ham or, you know, not everybody will do a big turkey, even though I love turkey. Uh, So you have different options, but think about what that dinner is going to look like for you. Uh, Some people think you have to have like 20 million side dishes, and I really disagree with that. Uh, simply because then you have so much leftovers, unless you have a really, really large group of people that you're feeding. Uh, With the turkey, there are some families that hate stuffing. And so why would you do stuffing if your family hates it? It's one of those weird things. Uh, Then, of course, you want to think about is your, if you do like stuffing in the bird or out of the bird. If nobody wants to eat stuffing that was in the bird, then don't bother doing that. And actually, that will save you some cooking time on your turkey. Um, Pretty much every family likes mashed potatoes or a potato dish of some kind. And then, of course, vegetable dishes and then a roll. Uh, Are you going to make your own gravy or are you going to have packaged gravy? Uh, And then, of course, everybody's favorite part, which is desserts. And pies, cakes, what does that look like for you? So if you have magazines like Pioneer Woman or Taste of Home or Family Cookbooks, in the next few days, you want to sit down and start perusing and figuring out what you want that menu to look like. And then what I like to do is make a master shopping list off of that menu specifically. Uh, All your veggies, and I I like to do them in categories, and you can go on homehackexpress.com and we have a downloadable uh, grocery shopping template. Uh, But with that, uh, I really like to really hone in on that shopping list and kind of look at my pantry, what I have, what I need, and uh, not overbuy, but make sure that I still have a good supply in my pantry. 
And then what can you do ahead of time? If you don't make your homemade rolls, can you buy rolls now and stick them in your freezer for a couple weeks? Uh, definitely get your turkey now. That's going to be super important because they say there's going to be low supply, especially um, if you want a certain size turkey, you want to get that now, you can stick it in the freezer and then take it out a few days beforehand. Um, thawing is really important. Uh, you can let it thaw four or five days in a pan in the fridge or um, there's different methods of doing it. I actually use an ice chest, uh, line it with plastic and then um, put like one blue block in there and it's usually cold at my house, so I can actually leave it on the back porch in an ice chest and thaw it out. Um, some people will soak them in, in the sink of water. So you need to account for that in whatever you do. Uh, other things that you can look at ahead of time is, you know, the gravy. If you're going to have store-bought gravy, you can have that now and put it aside. Uh, vegetables, Brussels sprouts, you can buy a little bit ahead of time, sometimes green beans. But if you're going to do a green salad, you need to buy that a few days before. I actually try to avoid the grocery store the day before Thanksgiving because it's miserable there. Uh, but <laughs> so think about what's fresh. What is a cold storage food that actually can buy early and uh, hold on to it? And then desserts. Are you making homemade pies or are you buying pies in the freezer section at the store? If you're buying them, in the freezer section, go ahead and put them in your freezer at home. If you're ordering pies from a bakery, do it now. I have a dear friend in Long Beach who owns the pie bar and they're just about filled up with orders for Thanksgiving. And again, we still have like two and a half weeks to go. Uh, so you want to get those pies ordered now if you're going to be doing um, ordering pies. And then if you're going to make your own pies, you can do that a day or two ahead of time. Uh, so you're not feeling like you have to do dessert the day of and then your oven's full and, and whatnot. Uh, the potato dish can usually be at least started the night before. Stuffing can be made the night before and put in a dish or a bowl. And then of course, if you're gonna stuff your turkey, you do that right before. If it's just gonna be in a casserole pan, then it's ready to go in the refrigerator. Um, if you're gonna peel potatoes the night before, go ahead and peel them uh, and soak them in water so they don't brown and they stay fresh. And a little secret, when I make mashed potatoes, I don't peel my potatoes. So you're getting extra healthy stuff in your potatoes. Um, so I call them country mashers. <laughs> so there's all kinds of, um, you know, little, uh, tricks as far as making your stress less. And of course, let your friends or family, if they offer to bring something, let them bring something, especially if they make something that you absolutely love, then you can, um, have them bring that. That's their specialty. And also appetizers. Uh, if you're going to do like chips and dip, you can make your dip days ahead of time. And usually it tastes better if um, you make it at least a day ahead. If you're going to do a charcuterie tray, go ahead and pre-slice your cheese and have that ready for your cheese board. Uh, the meat usually is already sliced. And then of course you have fruit, have it washed, snipped and ready. And then all you have to do is just pour it out onto the board uh, when it is time for that. So half of our stress comes from 
lack of preparation. And so preparation is something that makes our life so much better, um, reduces the stress, and oh my goodness, you will have such a more enjoyable holiday time and enjoy your meal when you're not necessarily slaving away. Oh, and I forgot to mention cranberry sauce, my friends. Okay. I only like real homemade cranberry sauce. I will not eat canned cranberry sauce. And I know that is something that is always and will be up for debate for the rest of our lives. I love homemade cranberry sauce and you can make it up to a week ahead of time. And homemade cranberry sauce is as easy as pie, uh, no pun intended. And so what I like to do is I pour the cram fresh cranberries into a pot that has a good, a good lid. Uh, I pour a cup of sugar in there. I zest an orange and then put the juice of the orange in the pot as well. And depending on if you have more than a pound of cranberries, you might need a smidge of water in there as well and a dash of cinnamon. And I go ahead and turn the burner on medium low and I put a glass lid on that fits very well. And literally you let everything start to cook and it will, uh, start to thicken. You want to stir it a couple times in the beginning and then keep that lid on and watch it because what actually will happen is the cranberries explode and then uh, it starts to gelatinize on its own. And it is so fun and so easy, but oh boy, does it taste good. And then you want to watch your heat on there. You don't want to go up to medium or medium high uh, just because you don't want to scorch the bottom. There's a lot of sugars in there naturally. So you want to pay attention to that. Uh, but definitely give it a try how to make homemade cranberry sauce as fun and easy as possible. I love it. And then whatever's left over, you can make like cranberry aioli. You can make cranberry margaritas, all kinds of fun things you can do with the leftover cranberry sauce. So I hope that today's podcast, it's short and simple and to the point. Again, make sure you go to homeacexpress.com, find our downloadable grocery list. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to our weekly newsletter uh, and our emails on the uh, homeacexpress.com. Uh, you can download when you do put your email address in there, the, uh, free ebook of homemade cleaners for a healthy home. Uh, all kinds of fun resources on the website as well. Make sure you follow us on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook, and please feel free to comment or contact me with any questions or if you need recipes as well. So have a wonderful week and start planning this week for your delicious Thanksgiving meal with your friends and family around the table. Till next time, my friends. And just a little tip to help you with your holiday shopping. Do you have a young person wanting to learn how to cook? Or do you have a seasoned chef in your family that loves kitchen tools? Well, if you know anybody that would benefit from beautiful, high quality kitchen tools and entertaining pieces, I can help. I've been an independent consultant with The Pampered Chef for almost 23 years, and I am here to help you with your holiday shopping. Just give me a call at 805-462-1022 or go to my website, www.pamperedchef.com.
B-I-Z forward slash Pampered Jamie, J-A-I-M-E. I look forward to helping you stuff stockings this year.